0: You can talk
1: now, Mr. Faggy Okay, well today is Monday's show. We're going to continue in the book of Ezra, and we're going to uh, begin with chapter 8, 1 through 63, and today's date is July 29th, 2019. Woo!
0: Fourth Ezra, or second Ezra. It's an apocryphal book. It is not a Gnostic book. We do not read
1: Gnostics.
0: We do not Yeah, we don't read anything from Nag Hammadi, Egypt. No. We do not. We do not believe there's three testaments, the Old Testament, New Testament and the Gnostic Testament. There's only two. Yeah. Well, and one now under blood of Christ. Everything's yeah, but under I mean, him. If you, yeah. yeah.
1: We want to talk about Covenants. the first
0: one. And uh there's some um pseudo-Bible people out there who are wolves in sheep's clothing who Mm -hmm. do Bible uh, readings. Mm -hmm. And at first, we thought that was cool because they're reading Enoch and Jubilees and ancient texts, and that is cool. But then they start slipping in this Gnostic crap, and then they start teaching doctrine that they don't know how to teach or don't know they do not have the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, and they're false teachers. So um, I warn you, Of those folks and they are out there so but this book we're talking about is not a gnostic book it's an ancient book Mm -hmm. um that did not make it into our modern 66 book canon Mm -hmm. but it's an ancient book and it's not from nag Hammadi but from the dead sea scrolls
1: plus the writings and the teachings are supported by the word of god
0: yes yeah, or so. the other ones, you can always tell the Gnostic writings because they just sound so weird, and within two or three paragraphs, you're confused. Mm. And you're like, huh? Yeah. What does that mean? Which is the typical language of Lucifer, confusion, because yeah. he's the opposite of clarity and light.
1: He is the author of confusion.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so chapter eight, we're going to read, and we have... Scriptural support for all of this. Right? Exactly.
1: So, verse one says, He answered me and said, The most high made this world for the sake of many, but the world to come for the sake of few.
0: And that's biblical. Matthew seven, thirteen says
1: Enter ye in the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction and many there be which go in there. Okay, then there's Matthew 7.14 that says, Because straight is the gate and narrows the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it.
0: So that goes with many are in the world, but few find what we're looking for. And then verse two says, but I tell you a parable, Ezra, Mm -hmm. just as when you ask the earth, it will tell you this, that it provides very, very much clay, which earthenware is made, but only a little dust from which gold comes. So is the course of the present world.
1: And the gold is very, very precious to God.
0: Yes. Just like you could look at the earth and see clay everywhere and dust and dirt, but uh, you got to dig hard for gold,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which is more precious. So that's the parable there. It's the analogy. And that's the way the called are to God. That's right. They're precious. That's why there's there's a lot of dust out there, but very little gold.
1: That's right. And that's why verse three says that many have been created, but very few shall be saved.
0: And that goes with the scriptures we just read. hmm Ezra says in verse 4, I answered and said, Excuse me. Then drink your fill of understanding, O my soul, and drink wisdom, O my heart. Amen. For not of your own will did you come into the world, and against your will you will depart. For you have been given
1: only a short time to live. And we have scripture for that. The first one is Psalms 30, verse 4, and it says... Lord, make me to know my mind. That's right. <laughs> Lord, make me to know mind end, and the measure of my days, what it is that I may know how frail I am. And the second scripture is First 1 Peter: 123 that says, "Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, which is the word of God, which lives and abides forever." 1 John 5, 4-5 through five says, For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcomes the world? But he that believes that Jesus is the Son of God.
0: And that right there is the gospel truth. That is the gospel truth. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> not the Nag Hammadi book called the gospel of truth. Mm-hmm. Do not be fooled by a book called The Gospel of Truth because there's untruth in there which will make the the, the unscrupulous reader think that then the apostles and, and all the writings and even the words of Jesus are not true. If that one's true, then the other ones have to be untrue.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You get it? There is a book out there called The Gospel of Truth. Do not fall for that. It's a Gnostic book. What we just read is the Gospel truth. Mm-hmm. There's only... Jesus Christ is the truth, the way, and the life. Mm -hmm. Verse 6 says, O Lord who are over us, grant to thy servant that we may pray before thee and give us seed for our heart and cultivation of our understanding so that fruit may be produced by which every mortal who bears the likeness of a human being may be able to live. Amen. Fruit may be produced, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: what we learned today, Miss Kapow and I just learned today, there's a bug that's invading uh, mesquite. It shouldn't be here. It's called a, um, a... Green stink bug. A green stink bug. That's the, the real common name of it, a mm-hmm. green stink bug. Apparently, they come from Asia. They haven't been here in the United States before... The uh, uh, 1990s. Yes. <clears throat> and they were first discovered in Pennsylvania. Right. And what they do is they, they decimate crops of uh, fruit, vegetables. They love tomatoes, peaches, soft apples. fruits. Yes. And, uh, yeah. and what they do is right before the fruit matures, they go in there and they bore with their little proboscuses. Mm-hmm. And they suck the fruit out from the inside out. And you don't know it. The farmer doesn't know it. And he goes to pick it. And the, and the, Just
1: the, before the fruits mature. Yes. And they, he cuts it. And then that little stinky green bug is in there right? yeah, and yeah. it just t- totally destroyed the fruit from within.
0: And they have an enzyme, they stink, yeah. and they can take a fruit like a tomato and just put all their stinkiness in it, just like a demon, and uh, totally ruin it. Anyway, we, we have those along with the locust here in Mesquite right now. Uh, they shouldn't really be here because they, they're around croplands and farmlands and yeah. And if you don't believe
1: us, go out there and find it if you live here in Mesquite.
0: Oh, Yeah. Yeah, or, or just uh, go to uh, our Facebook page and yeah, I have some... a video of there yes, of right. it today at a gas station. Yeah, a bunch of these green stinky bugs. But anyway, what we learned is that <clears throat> these things demonize. If if you if you look at it as demons, what they these bugs in real life ruin fruit. That's their whole goal. They ruin fruit, and demons do the same thing. They will attach to a young Christian and put um, a tear basically with the weed. An enemy has done this. And they will put um, a false doctrine or a false belief, what I call stinking thinking.
1: That's right.
0: And they will take that fruit. Well, you got to remember, you are the garden of God. You're tending the garden for God.
2: That's right.
0: God, It's God's garden, but God is the boss. So he's not going to get on his knees and till it. Mm -mm. He might prune a tree now and then. But you're there to tend it (laughs) like Adam is. So you have to look out for the stinky bug Mm -hmm. that's trying to ruin the fruit. So that goes with this, that our cultivation of our understanding so that fruit may be produced. And Matthew seven sixteen says.
1: Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? And first Peter one twenty-three says, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God which lives and abides forever. So what we do is we um, the stinking thinking. Lies of the enemy, we counteract that with the word of God, which is incorruptible.
0: Yes. Yes. Lies are the opposite of truth. Truth is the opposite of lies. Satan, Lucifer is the opposite of everything. We're going to talk about this next week as far as uh, pagan spirit, Catholicism mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. The queen of heaven. Yep. And I'm not just saying Catholicism as a religion. I'm talking all paganism uh, because it's all pagan. That's if right. you're if you're not in the Lord Jesus Christ, it's pagan. Whether you're a Wiccan or a, a Mason or a practicing witch or a Catholic or a Mormon, it doesn't matter. It's all the Queen of Heaven. And it we'll we'll show you how that next week we'll show you that on Jeremiah points all the queen of heaven. <laughs> and um, yeah, and the only way to counteract that is with truth.
1: That's right.
0: Because the queen of heaven is the opposite of our Father God.
1: Exactly the opposite.
0: Yeah. He's not his wife. No. <laughs> it's not a Gnostic no. teaching. It's the opposite of Father God. So mm-hmm. Queen of Heaven is Lucifer. He's Baphomet. He's Adrogyne.
1: Adrogyne. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. It's a religion.
1: So verse 7 here says, For thou alone do exist, and we are a work of thy hands, as thou hast declared. And the scripture for that is in Philippians 2.13, which reads, For it is God which works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure.
0: Amen. For thou alone... Oh, I read that. You read that. And because thou do give life to the body, which is now fashioned in the womb, and do furnish it with members, what thou hast created is preserved in fire and water. And for nine months... The womb which Thou hast formed endures Thy creation, which has been created in it.
1: And for that one is Psalm 139, 13-16, which reads, For Thou hast possessed my reins, that Thou covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise Thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are Thy works, and that my soul knows right well. My substance was not hid from Thee, when I was made in secret, and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth, thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them.
0: See this stuff is all you get all you get back all this stuff with scriptural teaching. That is the difference between um, a real real words of God, real scriptures of God, and this phony Gnostic hmm Crap, which you can't back anything up. It's just, no. it sounds good on the surface, but then you're like, what? It's confusing.
1: Yeah, and if you can't back it up with scripture, don't even, it. don't even bother reading it.
0: When in doubt... Throw it out. Throw it out. Verse nine, but that which keeps and that which is kept shall both be kept by thy keeping. And when the womb gives up again what has been created in it, thou hast commanded that from the members themselves, that is from the breasts milk should be supplied which is the fruit of the breast so that what has been fashioned may be nourished for a time and afterwards afterwards thou wilt guide him in thy mercy
1: the milk of the word
0: yeah so um in here in verse nine but that which keeps and which is kept shall both be kept by your keeping and when the womb gives up again what has been created in it so biblically we have isaiah 49 1
1: Listen, O isles, unto me, and hearken ye people from afar. The Lord has called me from the womb. From the bowels of my mother has he made mention of my name.
0: Say, the Lord knows all of us from the very beginning, all right? Uh, Verse 12, thou hast brought him up in thy righteousness and instructed him in thy law. And reproved him in thy wisdom. This is huge. Reproved him in thy wisdom. It. Um, we're going to go through reproving, right? In correction. That's right. Uh, the Bible calls it chastisement. Discipline. But it's discipline. It's discipline of our spiritual mind, of our... Um, our character. Our character. He's
1: refining our character. To be more like him. Exactly. To be conformed into the image of Jesus Christ.
0: He being the first fruit. Mm-hmm. Right? So if there's a first fruit, stands the reason there's a second, third, fourth, a thousandth, millionth fruit. He's the first one, mm-hmm. which means all the rest that follow look like that. Amen. So we have to be conformed in that image. We mm-hmm. can't do it on our own, and we're in these flesh suits in this demonic, um, alien-infested rock. Yeah. So that's what we have to uh, get through.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, Jeremiah thirty-one eighteen says, I have surely heard Ephraim bemoaning himself thus... Thou hast chastised me, and I was chastised. As a bullock, unaccustomed to the yoke, turn thou me, and I shall be turned, for thou art the Lord my God. I love
0: that, as a bullock, unaccustomed to the yoke. Yeah. You know, I'm not not used to this kind of stuff. You (laughs) know, I'm not used to being, you know, guided and moved, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's why he was bemoaning. Oh, my goodness, Ah, this hurts. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Verse 19 says, Surely after that I was turned, I repented. And after that I was instructed... I smote upon my thigh. I was ashamed, yea, even confounded, because I did bear the reproach of my youth.
0: So it's That's biblical. great. Yes, spiritual. isn't that great? And instructed him in thy law and reproved him in thy wisdom. Uh, Christians who don't go through trials and tribulations and reproof and chastisement are not Christians. All Christians, all followers of Christ,
2: mm-hmm. have
0: to be made in his image. Uh, where the problem comes in is sometimes... We don't recognize this as a discipline or teaching issue. Mm-hmm. So it just keeps repeating and repeating and repeating. Um, and it's like we're getting demonically attacked. Uh, things are happening in our lives. But there are lessons we have to learn. And those lessons, I'll give you a clue, always point to God as the Savior. Exactly. Always, oh, yes, definitely. always points to God as your sustenance, your savior, the one who sustains you. They're never going to point to anything else. No. Um, it's only
1: God that can save us.
0: Yeah. And so we have to go through some stuff to kind of uh, to learn these things. Verse 13, Thou wilt take away his life, for he is thy creation, and thou wilt make him live, for he is thy work. Mm-hmm. If then thou wilt suddenly and quickly destroy him, who with so great labor was fashioned by thy command, to what purpose was he made? This is Ezra saying this. Ezra's like, well, you know, I mean, if you can, if you
1: can destroy him so quick, what purpose was he made? Mm. So in Matthew ten twenty-eight, supports this with, and fear not them which can kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell.
0: See? Verse 15, and now I will speak out about all mankind thou knowest best. In other words, Ezra's saying, look at you, you know about everybody else. I, I, can't, I don't can't speak for that. But I will speak about thy about thy people. this is Israel at the time in Babylonian captivity. I'll speak about thy people for whom I am grieved. Mm. Remember Ezra' a priest Verse 16, and about thy inheritance, who's his inheritance, Israel, for whom I lament. And about Israel, for whom I am sad, and about the seed of Jacob, for whom I am troubled. Therefore, I will pray before thee, for myself and for them, for I see the failings of us who dwell in the land. And then I love Mm. the way the the answer comes with this. Verse 18, Ezra continues, he says, And I have heard of the swiftness of the judgment that is to come, Mm. Therefore, hear my voice and understand my words, and I will speak before thee. Right? The beginnings of the words of Ezra's prayer before he was taken up. I'm not quite sure what that means.
1: Yeah, when I read that, I wasn't sure either. Before
0: he was taken up, taken up um, in a vision, taken up mm. uh, to Babylon.
1: Who you knows?
0: know, I'm not, I'm not sure. I wouldn't over-spiritualize it, but it could be before he was taken up to, to Babylon. hmm He said in verse 20, O Lord, who inhabits eternity, whose eyes are exalted and whose upper chambers are in the air, whose throne is beyond measure and whose glory is beyond comprehension, Mm. before whom the host of angels stand trembling. Let's stop that and look at scriptures on that. Revelation 4, 9 through 11 says,
1: And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within. And they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne... Who lives forever and ever. The four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Oh, thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created.
0: So his throne, just like in Ezekiel, you know, it has his throne is surrounded by, by many um, angels attending. Attending the Father, um, so angels stand trembling. You know, you know, demons also know when they tremble.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Verse twenty-two. We
1: should and, all tremble. We should all <laughs> <before> tremble. <God. laughs> yeah,
0: you have to. Yeah. You know. Yeah, there is a great respect
1: there. Yeah.
0: Uh, especially when you start realizing, hey, there's no other way out. No. There's no help coming. No. It's only God, and if mm-hmm. He doesn't deliver you, you're just. Yeah. Screwed, blue, and tattooed. Verse 22, and at whose command they are charged, or I'm sorry, at whose command they are changed to wind and fire. This is interesting, right? Angels are changed to wind and fire at his command. Whose word is sure, sure and whose utterances are certain, whose ordinance is strong and whose command is terrible. In other words, God cannot lie. If he said it, if it's written in our scriptures, God commanded it. If it's a debar, he said it, it's true,
2: mm-hmm.
0: period, period. Verse 23, those whose look dries up the depths and whose indignation makes the mountains melt away and his truth is established forever. It makes me think of uh, the mountains melting like wax, things Mm -hmm. like that. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: In verse 24, hear, O Lord, the prayer of thy servant and give ear to the petition of thy creature, attend to my words. For as long as I live, I will speak, and as long as I have understanding, I will answer. O look not upon the sins of thy people, but at those who have served thee in truth. Regard not the endeavors of those who act wickedly, but the endeavors of those who have kept thy covenants amid afflictions. Mm. I mean, think of the good guys, God, not the bad guys. Think not on those who have lived wickedly in thy sight, but remember those who have willingly acknowledged that thou art to be Fear. Oh, Let it not be that thy will to destroy those who have had the ways of cattle, but regard who have gloriously taught thy law. In other words, those who have had the ways of cattle. They're just like stupid animals, beasts in the field not knowing God. Uh, what what Ezra is doing is pleading to God, going, You know, why why are you punishing Israel for their wickedness? Not all of us are bad. Right. You know. Once you think of the good people and not the bad people.
1: Mm -hmm. Verse 30. Be not angry with those who are deemed worse than beasts, but love those who have always put their trust in thy glory. For we and our fathers have passed our lives in ways that bring death, but thou, because of us sinners, are called merciful. For if thou hast desired to have pity on us, who have no works of righteousness, then thou will be called merciful. And Look the at some scripture that we have for that is in Psalms 103 8 that says, The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. Verse
0: 33 For the righteous who have many works laid up with thee shall receive their reward in consequence of their own deeds. Once again, this is biblical, especially in the New Testament. We read a lot about rewards.
1: Mm-hmm. Like in Ephesians 4 8, it says, Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men.
0: Verse 34, but what is man that thou art angry with him? Or what is a corruptible race that thou art so bitter against it? And I had to stop here on the term corruptible race because that just sent me spinning.
1: Mm.
0: Um, Corruptible race reminded me first of Genesis 6, 4.
1: Mm, Of course, yeah.
0: That there were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, and which were of old of renown. In other words, the race became corrupted.
1: That's right.
0: Corrupted. Genesis 6 5 says.
1: And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually.
0: So this is after the fall of Adam, but he really, man really became wicked and every thought was evil once his seed, his DNA became corrupted by fallen angels. The inter, the interbred uh, program. Genesis 6, 6. And it repented the Lord that he made man on the earth and it grieved him in his heart. That's mm. the saddest scripture to me in the whole Bible, that one right there. Seriously, that one just Mm -hmm. really is sad. And just, oh, good.
1: Oh, and Genesis 6, 7 says, And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repents him that he had made them.
0: So that's the um, corruptible race. But what is man that thou art angry with him? Or what is the corruptible race that thou art so bitter against it? In verse thirty-five, Ezra says in his prayer, "For in truth, there is no one among those who have been born who has not acted wickedly,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and among those who have existed, there is no one who has not transgressed." And he's right about that. We go to um, we go to losing our place again. <laughs> uh, hold on, Linda, talk to them a little bit and All tell right. them about. Well, um, I'm
1: looking. Oh, I think it's going that way.
0: Okay, there we go.
1: There
0: we go. And there it is again messing with me. That's all right. Hold on, folks. I got there a, we go. I got a demon. There we Here go. There we go.
1: Romans 512. Wherefore as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. So we're all sinners. Who has not I acted thought.
0: wickedly, as we're saying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he says, and among those who have existed there is no one who has not transgressed. Verse 36, he continue, it continues and says, For in this, O Lord, thy righteousness and goodness will be declared. Amen. When thou art merciful to those who have no store of good works. Now, this is what I think is 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 beautiful. And I think we have to keep this in mind also in this answer. In verse 36, or I'm just, verse 37, the Lord answers Ezra and says, he answered me and said, some things you have spoken ri- rightly, right? Mm-hmm. And it will come to pass according to your words. In other words, for indeed, I will not concern myself about the fashioning of those who have sinned about their death, their judgment, or their destruction. God is saying, I'm not going to be concerned about that because they're They're, they're wicked. And verse 39 he says, but I will rejoice over the creation of the righteous, over their pilgrimage also. Keep that in mind. Over their pilgrimage also, and their salvation, and their receiving their reward. Mm-hmm. So he breaks that down. He's not concerned about wicked people, about their death, their judgment, and destruction. He can't be concerned about that. You make they made their own choices, cattle-minded, right? Mm-hmm. But he's going to rejoice over the righteous. Creation of the righteous people who come to him. But not only that, over their pilgrimage. What does that mean? You hear us talking all the time about this prison planet, this temporal probationary period we're on, that we have to find the narrow gate, the narrow road, work out your own salvation, your sanctification, fight That's the good fight, right. contend for the faith, right? A pilgrimage is a journey. And that's one of the things God's going to rejoice over also of their salvation and they're receiving the reward at the end.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So the, um, as you can see here, it likes to mess with me. <laughs> um, over their pilgrimage, in Jude 1, Jude 1, 3, it says...
1: Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints.
0: That's the pilgrimage that God is rejoicing over. What's the key word there? Earnestly contend for the faith that was delivered to you.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: That's a big thing. Mm -hmm. That's not a little thing. That's a big thing. That has to sink in. The next verse in Jude.
1: For there are certain men crept in unawares, who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ.
0: They are not contending for the faith, are they? Nope. They're wicked. The next verse in Jude says,
1: I will therefore put you in remembrance Though he once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believed not.
0: Is is Jude saying that if you contend, if you do not contend for the faith, it's going to be okay?
2: Mm-mm.
0: He's saying if you don't contend for the faith, you're going to be destroyed, just like those who were delivered out of the land of Egypt, because you don't like, you lack faith. Don't be that guy.
1: Don't be that.
0: You guy. Can't be that guy. The sixth verse of Jude.
1: And the angels, which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day.
0: Angels themselves are coupled with these people that are coming in as ravenous wolves that are losing their faith, that are not contending. People are not contending. The angels are are coupled with that. If angels can fall, so can you. Take heed, contend for the faith. It's (laughs) a fight. Last verse.
1: Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire.
0: Okay, don't want to be there. Verse 42 I answered and said, Oh, never mind. Hold on. Hold on. I got ahead of myself. Verse 40. As I have spoken, therefore, so shall it be. Verse 41 For just as the farmer sows many seeds upon the ground and plants a multitude of seedlings, and yet not all that have been sown will come up in due season, and not all that were planted will take root, so also those who have been sown in the world will not all be saved. That's just the fact. All good dogs do not go to heaven. Mm-hmm. That's a lie. This whole pantheistic lie where God is in everything, we're in God, God's in us. Every, as long as you do the right thing and you're a good person, yep. God sees that. That's, That's not right. how you get there. Mm-mm. You get there through obedience to his command and he provided the way. That's why the one is, there's nobody who's guiltless. Mm-mm. The way is right there.
1: Yep, through the Lord Jesus Christ. His, his death only on the cross. Exactly. His blood, his righteousness Uh, um, given to us, saves us.
0: Okay. Yep. Hold on. Let me find a note here. There it is.
1: Luke 8, 5 through 9 says, A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. And some fell upon a rock, and as soon as it was sprung up it withered away because it lacked moisture, and some fell upon thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it, and other fell, and others fell good ground on good ground and sprang up, and bare fruit a hundredfold, and when he had said these things he cried, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear.
0: Wow, you know I've never I've never noticed that when he had said these things he cried. He that hath ears, let him hear. Yeah. Have you ever read that in there in Luke? Mm-hmm. I think I always read the Matthew one. Yeah. Huh? Interesting. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> Jesus uses the, um, the 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 same thing that was written to Ezra, you know, uh, twenty four or you know four hundred years prior about the seed. And verse 42 says, I answered, Ezra now is talking again, and said, If I have found favor before thee, let me speak. For if the farmer's seed does not come up because it has not received thy rain in due season, or if it has been ruined by too much rain, it perishes. But man who has been formed by thy hands and is called by thy own image, because he is made like thee, and for whose sake thou hast formed all things, Hast thou also made him like the farmer's seed? Mm. No, O Lord, who art over us, but spare thy people and have mercy on thy inheritance, for thou hast mercy on thy own creation. He answered me and said, Things that are present are for those who live now, and things that are future are for those who will live hereafter. Mm -hmm. In other words... Those things on earth deserve an earthly mind, mm-hmm. but those things in heaven, eternity, are an eternal mind.
1: That's right, and that's what we want. We want to be eternal minded. Keep our things, you know, um, focused, focused on, on on our eternal life. Mark twelve seventeen, and Jesus answered, answering said unto them, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they marveled at him.
0: That's not just a little quippy saying. Mm -hmm. Render the things that are Caesar's to Caesar. The things, Mm -hmm. if you're going to be earthly minded, that's earthly minded. But the things that are God minded, you have to be God minded. Mm -hmm. Things that are present are for those who live now. And things that are future for those who live hereafter. Amen. Verse 47, for you come far short of being able to love my creation more than I love it. He's telling Ezra this, mm-hmm. but you have often compared yourself to the unrighteous. Never do so. So he has to correct Ezra here because Ezra is saying, we perish, we have all that, we like that. And he's saying, you're not the wicked. You're not unrighteous. Mm-hmm. Never compare yourself with them. Right, Miss
1: Capel? That's right. Because
0: you've been saved and bought in the blood of the lamb. You're not them. Nope. Verse 38, but even in this respect, you will be praiseworthy before the most high. Why? Even though he's he's, he's 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 been putting himself in the place of the unrighteous and perishing with the wicked and says, you're not that guy. Mm-hmm. God still respected him for that because in verse 49, he says, you have humbled yourself as is becoming for you, and have not deemed yourself to be among the righteous in order to receive the greatest glory.
1: Mm.
0: He was humble.
1: And the scripture we have for that is Romans twelve three, that says, For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith.
0: Very scriptural.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and then we'll start at verse 50 here but first we're going to take a word from our sponsors Ms. Capow
3: okay recently spiritual attacks on innocent people have increased considerably this is partly due to society's transformation into a satanic cult most people are clueless or hopeless in combating this spiritual mayhem we wish to offer two good books to overcome these attacks first Demons in My Marriage Bit, a true story of spiritual warfare, offers one of the most effective training systems in combating spiritual darkness in order to gain personal freedom. Second, Eyes to See Unseen Enemies teaches how to see the hidden dangers which are all around us, even in places we would least expect them. Both books can be purchased on Amazon.com as a paperback or e-book. It is our desire that you will take advantage of these opportunities to increase your effectiveness in spiritual warfare and learn how to fight back instead of being a victim. We'll see you on the battlefield.
0: Okay, we're back. I want to remind everybody that we have five books we're giving away. Uh, at the end, to the end of the month, which is what? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. No, a couple of days. Yes, yes, or, yes. Something July like that. July
1: 30, 31st or something like yeah, that. Wherever a, the, mi, mi, the yeah. Wherever the month ends.
0: Yeah, that's that's uh, it. I still uh, thought we had all month here. No. Uh, fate of holiness, Christianity, blasphemy, a martial arts, biblical perspective, wisdom of death, six paths, understanding, loss and grief. Go to fifthhookmedia.com. On the splash page there, you'll see a link that goes to our Smashword page. You put those books in your cart and on checkout, the free discount will be applied. You'll get everything. It's totally free. There's no, um, we don't track you. We don't get your email. We don't know who gets them, who doesn't. We don't care. Mm -hmm. What we do care about is that we're providing every resource possible for you to read so you won't be um, caught off guard. Yeah, deceived. Okay, and then remind you, uh, our flagship books, Demon and My Demons and My Marriage Bed and Eyes to See Unseen the Enemies are available on Amazon.com, both in eBook and Paperback. And uh, those are not free.
1: Mm-mm. But they're very inexpensive. Uh, yeah, they're not expensive.
0: So anyway, uh, remind you of that. And also the new song, I'm a New Man, I mm-hmm. become a new man.
1: Great song.
0: By Mesquite Cafe can be found at all digital retailers. Okay, verse 50. Ms. Cabal, could you read this?
1: For many miseries will affect those who inhabit the world in the last times because they have walked in great pride. But think of your own case and inquire concerning the glory of those who are like yourself because it is for you that paradise is opened. The tree of life is planted. The age to come is prepared Plenty is provided, a city is built, rest is appointed, goodness established, and wisdom perfected beforehand. Woo! That's, that's heavy. That's wonderful.
0: That's heavy. This is all the stuff that, this is why I love this book. It really, to me, it really opens up revelation uh, where you can, it, it's almost like taking the book of Revelation and, and um, humanizing it where you can understand. You know, So he said, think of your own case and others like you, the glory. Paradise is opened. The tree of life is planted. It's ready for you. The age to come is prepared. Mm-hmm. There's plenty provided. You don't have to worry about want. A city is built. Rest is appointed. That's huge for me. I yep. just want to get there and rest. I know. Uh, and goodness is established. Wisdom perfected beforehand.
1: And we have a scripture to support this. And it says in Revelation 22, 2, In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations.
0: There it is. Verse 53 The root of evil is sealed up from you. Can't wait. Illness is banished from you. Is that nice? And death is hidden. Amen. Hell has fled. And corruption has been forgotten.
1: Alleluia. So we're going
0: to be raised incorruptible. Get rid of that corruptible yeah. seed, right?
1: Sorrows have passed away, and in the end, the treasure of immortality is made manifest.
0: What does that mean? Treasures of immortality are made manifest.
1: Revelation twenty-two fourteen said, Blessed are they that do his commandments. That they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city.
0: Those are the uh, the treasure made manifest,
1: mm-hmm.
0: verse fifty-five. Therefore, do not ask any more questions about the multitude of those who perish. I don't want to talk about the wicked people. I don't want to talk about hell. I don't want to talk about their judgment, because I only want to talk about to you about what I prepared for the righteous. Yeah. Say, in this book. That's what he's talking about. I, oh, I, here's, I'm telling you what's prepared beforehand. So quit asking me questions about those people who choose to rebel against me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I, can't, I can't do anything about that. That's they have a free will, they're on this planet like you are, and they 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 have to make their choices. They have to exercise faith. Verse 56 for they also received freedom. But they despised the Most High and were contemptuous of His law and forsook His ways. You know what they did, Miss Capel? They went and followed after the Queen of Heaven. Yeah. Yeesh. Judges
1: 10.6 says, And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and served Balaam and Ashtoreth, and the gods of Syria, and the gods of Sidon, and the gods of Moab, and the gods of of the children of Ammon and the gods of the Philistines, and they forsook the Lord and served not him. You
0: see, and the children of Israel did evil again in the sight of the Lord, again, over and over again. Uh, and they served the Balim, you know, mm-hmm. the, the big gods, but the Astaroth. And you looked uh, recently and saw...
1: Yeah, the Ash, As, Asherim. The Asherim.
0: The Asherim, Asherim
1: was the deity uh, goddess. A goddess deity.
0: It's a female little g god. All these little little g gods, Assarith, the Asarim just means multiple Aseriths, gods of Syria, Sidon, Moab, of Ammon, Philistines, all those gods
2: mm-hmm.
0: are just other gods in the priesthood of the Queen of Heaven. That's
2: right. They're all under
0: the Queen of Heaven. The Queen of Heaven is Lucifer. Yep. Lucifer mm-hmm. is the opposite of God. There's light, Yahweh, and then there's darkness, mm-hmm. Lucifer. There's good and there's evil. There's truth and there's lies. Lies. And there, he's opposite. We know our Yahweh as Father God. We do mm-hmm. not give him that name. That's the name that's been given to him throughout the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Father. We cry out, Father, Abba, mm-hmm. Father God. Father is a male figure. Lucifer's the opposite of Yahweh in every respect. Therefore, he is female at best, an androgyne. Androgyne. At least. Mm -hmm. You see, and that's why today with the transgender movement, even the gays, the men are feminized. Um, Women's soccer teams are, yes, they're all perverted. The women's soccer team are nothing more than feminized men. Some think they're masculized females, but they're not. They're feminized men. It's all because they worship the queen of heaven, which is Lucifer. It's the god of this world.
1: And remember, you always... Look like the person or the thing that you worship. Yes, thank Always. you. Always,
0: and that's why they start looking transgender. That's why they start looking very male. These celebrities to mm-hmm. celebrate you. They want you to celebrate them because the fallen angels had children with the daughters of men, and they wanted humanity to worship their children mm-hmm. as gods. That's
2: right.
0: And after the flood, they became disembodied spirits. But the desire to be worshipped is still there. That's why you have celebrities and they enter into bodies. Do I need to go on? Fuji. Fuji, where are we?
1: 57. Yep. Moreover, they have even trampled upon his righteous ones. That's
0: us. They trample on us. Oh, they
1: do. Definitely. And said in their hearts that there is no God though knowing full well that they must die.
0: Now that's interesting. They say in their hearts that there is no God. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Though knowing full well they must die. I think that's interesting because it just shows you that you know everybody, I don't care what Elon Musk says, (laughs) what, what they think they're gonna put chips in their heads or go live in computers, the singularity or whatever, no matter what they say or what kind of technology they think they can come with, everybody knows that there's a 100% chance of death. Mm-hmm. And knowing that, you still deny that there's a God. Because they want to control it themselves. That's just foolishness. Yeah, that's just that's why God said I don't want to talk about these people no more. They're idiots. Genesis 2.17 says,
1: But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die.
0: So from the very beginning, humanity was told they're going to die. It's not a new thing. Death is not... Oh, I didn't... That's a new trend. That's <laughs> It's trending on YouTube right now. What? Death. Oh, go figure. It's not new. You're, people are stupid to know they're going to die and then, and then still deny God. There's no God. It's crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely see, crazy.
1: And the only... Person that is eternal is God Himself, Yahweh. Exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: So, I know. Okay, Hebrews nine twenty-seven.
1: And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment.
0: There's no reincarnation. There's no coming back as a snail. There's no mm-hmm. redoing it. You you die once, and then the judgment. Psalm fifty-three one.
1: The fool hath said in his heart, "There is no God." Corrupt are they and have done abominable iniquity, there is none that doeth good.
0: Knowing full well they must die, they deny God. Verse 59 says, for just as the things which I have predicted await you, so the thirst and torment which are prepared await them. For the Most High did not intend that men should be destroyed, okay? The Most High did not intend that men should be destroyed, but because they're
1: stupid. Hmm. Genesis 3.11 says, and he said, who told thee that thou was naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree? Whereof I commanded thee that thou should not eat?
0: So in other words, God himself says, God didn't intend for Adam to do that. Mm-hmm. He didn't intend for the fall. He's even saying, who, what happened to you? Who told you you were naked? Did you violate the command?
1: Yeah. The other scripture to support this is Second Peter 3, 9 that says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance.
0: And personally, I think that time is coming to a, a close. I think the window is closing fast on that because there has to be a demarcation point where iniquity is filled up and God pulls the plug. Look around you. Mm -hmm. Like we were discussing earlier, the only people that don't believe that are people who are not um, into the signs that are all around them.
1: That's right.
0: And if they're just, if they ignore, or or they're into a wrong doctrinal biblical prophecy, so they think, well, this has to happen, this has to happen, Uh, the third temple, then it has to be... uh, the Great Tribulation, and I'm a, I'm a post-tribulationist, or I'm a preacher. You know, they're missing it, and they're 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 going to miss it. They're going to miss it. The ones who are not missing it are the ones who are watching and waiting.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you're watching constantly because you're looking around you and you see the buds have formed, and you know summer is near. Verse sixty says, "But they themselves who were created." have defiled the name of him who made them and have been ungrateful to him who prepared life for them. There it is. Therefore, because of that, therefore, my judgment is now drawing near. I have not shown this to all men, but only to you and a few like you. And remember, you're talking about the Babylonian captivity, the Babylonian destruction of Judea at this point, okay? So he's shown it to Ezra. Then I answered and said, Behold, O Lord, thou hast now shown me a multitude of the signs which thou wilt do in the last times.
1: But thou hast not shown me when thou wilt do them. Uh, And we will continue with that in chapter 9. Yes. So stay tuned. In
0: a couple of weeks. So give them a chow, and we're going to say goodnight and play I'm a New Man.
1: Chow, babies.